0: Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Carmen Pugliafito, and I'm pleased to have with us today, Professor Kevin Blinder of the Retina Institute at Washington University. Kevin, welcome to Retina Synthesis.
1: Well, Carmen, thank you for having me here today. I appreciate it. It's quite an honor and privilege to be involved in this, uh, in this process. Um, so I, I think we're going to talk about steroids today, correct?
0: Right, you've done some very interesting work on the role of corticosteroids and the dexamethasone implant, in particular, for diabetic macular edema. And I, uh, what I, the way I'd like to start this session is to just to hear about your algorithm for treating a patient who presents to you for the first time with diabetic macular edema.
1: Uh, that's that's a great question. I think a few factors go into this. Um, first, if it's if, if it's marked edema. Um, I'll be more aggressive with these with these patients, but if it's mild edema, we've been following them pretty closely, not that much going on, but you can see a little thickening there, then I might try some topical drops, uh, corticosteroid drops, along with that non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drops to see if we can get some type of effect. Um, <clears throat> certainly, if they don't respond to this, I'll get more aggressive and go on to the, uh, to the uh, intravitreal injections.
0: So uh, do you have a preferred anti-VEGF agent?
1: Well, and that, that depends also on the, on the, on the patients uh, and their coverage. Uh, certainly, if, if it was up to me, I'd do a branded drug every time right off the bat, but we aren't allowed that many times with step therapy. So so a lot of times I'll start with a, with a vast bevacizumab uh, treatment to begin with. Um, <clears throat> if we don't get a response to that, then I'll move on to the branded uh, drugs. Uh, being um, certainly Ilea, uh Lucentis, or uh, Fursumab, um, Bivismo, and Bivismo has been very exciting, having the dual uh, dual path blockage of the uh, uh, Ang2 uh, as well as the uh, Vegf. So very have excited about that.
0: Have you tried it in diabetic macular edema?
1: I have. I have. I've had some very good results. So I, I think again, it's a it's a individual response. Um, per patient, but yeah, I've had some very good success with that.
0: So, what happens uh, a- after you initiate therapy? How long do you continue with anti-VEGF, and when do you think about switching agents or adding uh, a corticosteroid?
1: Oh, another great question. I, you know, I think it depends on the response. If I get a good initial response, I might continue with the anti-VEGF for a while. Um, if I don't get a great response after three injections, I'll either move on to, you know, different anti or move on to the uh, steroid.
0: So, what are the indications for corticosteroids?
1: Well, I I think that uh, you know, there's there's great use for steroids. Um, <clears throat> you know, first off, I'd like to just say, you know, for diabetics in this country. Carmen, it's, it's pretty amazing that we're near epidemic proportions for the incidence of, of diabetes in this country. One out of five people in the United States have diabetes. One out of five of those people don't know they have it. So it's really it's really something that's that's near and dear to all of us, of course, as retina specialists. We see these patients all the time. And I think it's going to become more and more prevalent, unfortunately, with our sedentary lifestyles, our kids gaming inside rather than outside. Um, with the type two diabetics uh, going uh, up in our adolescent patient population, um, so I think that that uh, we we need to come up with better better treatment regimens, better solutions. So we talked about the anti antivirals. I think that's uh, you know certainly been a, a big uh, boost to our treatment modalities uh, uh, for diabetic maculopathy. But I think we also have to consider uh, uh, steroids. You know, there's more that goes on that's released um, in diabetics due to the, the hyperglycemic uh, state, they have vegf release, but also they have other uh, inflammatory cytokines that the anti vegfs don't get. And that's where the steroids come into play. So I think the steroid component is important to help change the, uh, the, the, uh, blood retinal barrier disruption and help tighten up those, t- those, uh, Tight junctions in our endothelial cells and reduce the uh, the leakage, so I, I think that the steroids have a have a big role. Or can have play a big role in our uh, armamentarium against uh, diabetic macular edema.
0: So, uh, when you initiate dexamethasone therapy, will you continue anti VEGF? Um,
1: so, so I think that's a great question. Protocol I showed. Um, that, that uh, steroids can be effective, as effective as ranibizumab. Is there, is there um, concurrent action? I think there is. I, I think that that's something that, that a lot of people don't consider. I think that it's going to be a multimodality uh, treatment regimen in many of our patients in the future. And so I think continuing the, uh, the anti uh agents as well as introducing a steroid, be it a, a short-acting steroid or a longer-acting steroid, I, I think that mm-hmm. that can play a role. I think with our steroid use in the past, you know, the the, the delivery has been uh, has been a big problem. You know, we've tried topical steroids, and the penetration is very questionable. Tried systemic steroids, and of course, we don't want our diabetic patients exposed to the st- systemic side effects of a uh, prednisone, uh, systemic steroids. We've tried the subtenon scintlog injections which can be effective, but not, you know, again, not as uh, not as uh, readily accessible as intravitrials. And we've tried intravitreal uh, injection of triamcinolone. Um, again, protocol, I looked at this, you know, with some good success in pseudofakes. Uh, problems with this intravitreal, uh, uh triamcinolone, you know, the triessence has been difficult to, to obtain uh, in the recent past. Um, and then I don't like the pseudo cases that, that you can get with these intravitreal uh, uh, trimselon injections. It can make it a little confusing. And then, of course, if you're not using the branded uh, triacin and you use trimselon, you pick up the vial and it says, not for intraclear use, is always a little intimidating thing to, to, to look at. So I've kind of abandoned uh, using the uh, intravitreal and in these patients. Um, <clears throat> the other option is supracortal space injection. Uh, you know, ZIPER is approved for uveitis, uh, macademia secondary to uveitis. And I, that that is a possible option if they have a uveitic component to their DME. Um, but for DME, straight DME uh, treatment, it's really not a, a an option. I think the biggest the biggest uh, um, option. I think uh, the most uh, reliable option that I've had uh, in the past has been the Intravitreal uh, uh, dexamethasone implant. I think this, this has been a great innovation um, <clears throat> and uh, I've used it rightly. Uh, this was this was secondary to the me trial, as you know, that was uh, ran from 2005 to two, uh, 2012 and then was published by, uh, you know, you're a good friend, my good friend David Boyer in 2014 in ophthalmology. And, and just briefly, I don't want to go through the, all the details, but just briefly, this, this trial was well orchestrated. looked at a 0. 0.7 milligram uh, dose versus a 0. 0.35 milligram dose uh, versus a, uh, um, the uh, control a sham injection. Um, One-to-one-to-one randomization of these of these patients, of over 1,000 patients, to look at the, uh, the um, response uh, to the treatment of diabetic macular edema. The patient population could have had prior treatment. Most of them did uh, in the past with a washout, a uh, certain duration. Um, and they were treated no more often than every six months. So if you if you uh, um, ask me, I think they were under-treated in this trial. And even with the under-treatment and including the fake patients, which, you know, are prone to cataract uh, uh, progression with individual steroids, they still showed a significant uh, improvement in their vision, the primary endpoint. Um, at, at three year duration, the 0. 0.7 milligram uh, dosage being much uh, uh, a better response than the 0.35 percent, uh, and, and again both of those being better than the sham. Um, so so this was something that that showed a, uh, a great res- a good response and something that added to our armamentarium uh, for treating diabetic macular edema. Um, I can go into our, what we did with the data as well, Karma, if you like.
0: Yeah, I'd like to hear about the uh, retrospective review that you discussed recently.
1: Okay, yeah. So we we presented this at Retina Society, and and we, we decided to look at the data. We had all this data from the ME trial. We thought, well, what else can we, can we try to look at and see what's going on exactly in these eyes? So we we did a retrospective analysis to try to decide if the steroid effect um, helped to decrease the uh, severity of the diabetic or not the progression helped decrease it, halt it, or reverse it. Um, <clears throat> so we looked at the, this data set, and we utilized the rhinopathy severity scale um, that was used in other trials uh, looking at DME in the past. This is really a, a, a scale that looks at has 13 discrete levels uh, for, for um, uh, measuring Dibagrinopathy severity. And, and many times we simplify it. So we simplify this one and used a condensed nine-level uh, DRSS uh, scale to measure these patients. And then we looked at it with restricted mean survival time analysis to determine when the estimate time to the change of the DRSS levels occurred. And we found some interesting things. You know, We looked to see, again, if this affected the severity of the treatment. So, so actually, the patients that had the dexamethasone implants showed a one-step Improvement in, in the diabetic run of the severity scale scores about two months sooner than those that had uh, than those that had the sham injections. Additionally, those that had a two-step improvement in the DRSS score uh, showed about a 1.5 month sooner change uh, in the treatment arm versus the sham arm. So positive results in in terms of of slowing the uh, progression and reversing the uh, progression. And then when we looked at those converting from non-proliferative to proliferative changes, those that had the implants uh, had a delayed conversion from proliferative diabetic or um, uh, uh, for the uh, for the uh, treatment arms versus the sham. So a delayed conversion from non-proliferative to proliferative diabetic um, by about two months. When we looked at regression, proliferative or dip- right, right now, the two non-proliferative changes, there was a uh, there was a faster regression in those in the treatment arm by about 1.5 months versus a sham arm. So, so it's very exciting data to show that not only was the dexamethasone implant, um, OZRDX effective treatment for diabetic dip- myclidema, but also showed that it has positive positive results on the uh Progression of the uh, uh, the diet, diabetic retinopathy overall. Um, this was also uh, shown by our good friend Charlie Wyckoff, part of this program, uh, with the fluconaline, a uh, syn- sin- uh a uh, um as well. This is the another long acting implant uh, for for diabetic macular edema. That was looked at in the FAME trial, FAME A and B trials, uh, looking at the effects of this uh, implant on diabetic mycodema. And Charlie did a very similar analysis in this uh, group of patients, showing, again, a slower progression of their diabetic or not, actually some reversal as well. So I so I think that, that you know, we've shown that this has occurred with anti-VEGFs um, in the past. This has been uh, kind of a bonus, uh, treating the uh, their DME or, or whatever we're trying to treat proliferative changes, we've shown that already, but but it hasn't been uh, as well uh, uh, orchestrated and, and um, demonstrated with the uh, steroid injection. So I think this is this is something that we have to take into account when we're treating our patients.
0: Well, that's exciting results, particularly the change in the diabetic retinopathy severity score. Very impressive. Do you ever consider using the dexamethasone implant? as a primary treatment in pseudophagic patients with DME? I,
1: I think uh, I think that's a great option. Um, it's not often thought of as the uh, first-line drug, um, but I think that, again, in the uh, in the ME trial, these were patients that already had treatment in the past, and they weren't treated probably as often as they should have been. So I think a first-line uh, treatment may produce a more robust response in these patients. So I think it's a consideration.
0: Yeah, if you look at the protocol eye data and, and subtract the cataract effect, steroids were as good as the VEGF agents, anti-VEGF agents, actually.
1: Right. So, right, yeah, which is, that was one of the early trials to show us that, which is which is wonderful.
0: How long does the Ozurdex implant have a therapeutic effect in the eye?
1: Well, the, again... Uh, I think originally we were hoping for six months, so we don't get six months in the majority of patients. But you know, I, I can usually get around three, almost four months um, effect from these inj- injections, which is which is pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's 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 good. Um, what about cataract and glaucoma?
1: Yeah, I, I think those are considerations. That I think you have to tell your patients that are fake you know, this may cause faster progression of your cataract. Yeah, I, I think that that they need to know that. And fortunately, cataract formation is a treatable, treatable disease. So, so we have an option for that. We have a treat, great treatment for that. In terms of glaucoma, I think that's a more serious uh, matter. In the met trial, they did show um, the, some sustained uh, elevation of ventricular pressure with three patients having to undergo uh, incisional therapy for glaucoma. Um, so I think patients that already have glaucoma, uh, I would be reluctant to treat at this point, or significant cupping of their optic nerve, or um, having had a, a steroid response in the past.
0: Well, you've discussed doing a trial of topical steroids to see whether or not the patient's a glaucoma responder. Are you still doing that?
1: I, I am. That's, that may not be the. Well, I think it's a pretty good. Uh, um, test to see if they're going to be steroid responders. So uh, again, a lot of times I'll, I'll consider doing a steroid challenge, just topical drops, um, along with the non-steroidal sometimes, uh, to see if that has, uh, one, to see if we can have uh, uh, the option of using intraventral steroids in the future, but two, also sometimes we'll get a, um, some response uh, clinically uh, with their DME.
0: What uh, topical steroid do you use?
1: Uh, so, so a lot of times, it, again, it depends on their, their insurance. Unfortunately, we always have to talk about that, but I like, uh, I like Lodamax SM and I like, uh, Predforte. Um, and then for the non you know, I, I think it depends on their coverage, but, but, uh, has been a good one.
0: What do you think the next step in terms of clinical trials with the dexamethasone implant are?
1: Well, you know, we, we kind of looked at some combination therapy already with protocol U, uh, DRCR protocol U. I, I think I think that um, personally, I still think combination therapy is going to be a good thing in the future. Um, and then, of course, if we make an implant that, that has longer duration, I, I would love to see that as well. If we could do a Q6 month or Q year injection um, for the dexamethasone, we already have for flucinolone and cetonide. Uh, implants lasting a little longer, so maybe we can come up with a longer duration.
0: Well, this has been a great discussion. Um, we we concentrate on retinal therapy, pharmacotherapy, and this is really a very established treatment. And I, which which needs to be discussed more frequently.
1: No, I agree, Carmen. I agree. That's why I was so happy to have you ask me on this program to discuss this matter.
0: Great. Thanks for uh, joining us on Retina Synthesis. We hope to have you back in the near future. Thank you. Thank you, Carmen. Have a good day.